Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Hey, yo, good morning. Oh my gosh, let me do what we need to all do. Let me share. that is in me than he that is in the world. When you're trying to overcome, when you're trying to um, renew your mind, you got to remember that there's a great one working inside of you. Hey, Jessica Voss Thompson. Good morning. Good morning, Pat Trailer. Good morning, Reverend Brown. Good morning, Tracy Mosley. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Malisha. Good morning, Kim Yarley. Good morning, Nia Nicole. Hey, Meredith, good morning, good morning. Uh, Mama Jeanette, good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all, hey, Miss Williams, hey, Teresa. Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Instagram Live. Come on, y'all. Do me a favor. Start sharing the word of God. We want everyone connected to us to be healed, healthy, and whole. <laughs> Come on. We want everybody connected to us. Start sharing. Share the devotional. We want everybody connected to us, healed, healthy, and whole. We do not want to eat this by ourselves. And then our people around us are not growing. And I know you're like, Lakeisha, why is this my responsibility, LMJ? Why do I have to do this? Because for one, the Lord said um, we shouldn't be ashamed of him. Like, that was one of my first convictions. We shouldn't be ashamed of him. Um, Even when he asked me boldly to walk up to somebody and pray for them or do something on his behalf, like, we shouldn't be ashamed of him. And the only way the gospel of Jesus Christ gets out and gets around the world is that we share the gospel. We're his disciples. And part of, remember when you say, anybody come after me, they're going to pick up their cross. 
that part of that is what we're supposed to do daily picking up our cross and sharing the gospel good morning Teresa LaShawn good morning Meredith hey Miss Pat so do me a favor today take your little your little thing over to the side share it on your uh, just hit share make this the morning that you're not afraid to let people know you love Jesus make this the morning don't make it about you don't make it about what people think make this the morning that you're not afraid to let people know you love Jesus I make this the morning I got something I want you to be involved in I got make this the morning that you're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ make let this be the morning oh my god don't worry about your timeline um don't worry about keeping it clean and clear just make this the morning that you share Jesus with those around you Lord God we are grateful Lord God we bless you Lord God we praise you Lord God we magnify you Lord God we glorify you Lord God you have been so faithful to us you have been so faithful to us I want to share one more thing with you this morning before I pray and get into the word I'm gonna talk about the process that we've been in and then um, you know we'll get our devotional in this morning um, I want you to connect um, to Feed the Streets, local, not local. I want to tell you just a little bit morning about Feed the Streets. I don't spend enough time talking about it. Um, Feed the Streets is our program where um, the goal is to help eliminate food insecurity. And so once a month, um, we get together as volunteers and we pass out 600 meal kits in the community. We started, I think, first with like 100 bags. And this was just me and the boys. God had started, and a few friends. God had just started compelling me by the scripture to take care of the least of us. So we go and we feed. That's what we do. We 600 non-perishable kids. And these kids mean somebody. But there's also other things we do at which feed the streets. We've helped individuals who are homeless relocate back into their homes. Um, we've bought furniture. Um, we've helped single moms. We've done backpacks for kids. Like we've just done so much with this program. So it's not just feeding the homeless. It's us being outreach in their community. It's us making a difference in the lives of those individuals around us um who may not have a lot and so um we i just wanted to share more about what feed the streets is um we would love um it's missions it's missions um also we service other programs we take dollars from our ministry and give them into other organizations monthly so that we can also have a global reach that's what we do with feed the streets right so we give into organizations that are making impacts throughout the world um, for a global initiative as well. Um, One Projects, Drew Projects, um, helps with uh, feminine hygiene kits throughout the world. Another project that we have is Flint's Global, and they help in economic empowerment um, locally and in Africa and other nations building economic empowerment centers, teaching women how to be entrepreneurs. Um, that's another program, Second Chance Church in Flint, Michigan. We help with their masks, their water issues. 
Um, so we are connected in a global and a national approach to help our our country, to help our people. So I just wanted to share that. The Lord had just reminded me to share that this morning, what Feed the Streets is. Of course, the program has administrative costs and all these other things. We have a volunteer director of outreach. She helps coordinate the program. Um, and then I oversee the program. So um, let me just get, let, let, let me just, you know, she put that out there. If the Lord places it on your heart, you can come serve with Feed the Streets. Um, you can also um, give to Feed the Streets. You can become a monthly partner. Um, I just needed to share this morning. That's a, that's a huge part of our heart. Um, if you do not know my story, um, we were homeless for six months um, when I was young. And it just, that memory etched in my being has never left me. <laughs> um, we had to share a space with another family. I remember being afraid. I remember being scared. Um, I just remember periods in my life where we did not have food. We did not have enough. Uh, my mom was giving it her all. Um, and so those are etched in my memories. And even in my own adulthood, I remember being without hot water. Um, I remember when we didn't have enough money and food to make it. And we were both working. Like we were both working, right? So um, that's that's a huge part of who we are, helping others who cannot help themselves. Or And it's not always based on, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, somebody can help themselves. It's not that simple. It's not that, it's not that simple. Coming out of poverty is not that simple. Um, coming out of your situation is not that simple. So I just wanted to share that this morning talk to you a little bit about feed the streets let me pray and get started let you know that's what we're doing um with with feed the streets that's a huge part of we are giving back to those and tapping into those who do not and cannot do for themselves and you will be surprised what one little bag does for somebody we put protein in it um breakfast bars in it water in it um and we do that monthly so i just needed to share um, I needed to share that with you guys today. I wanted to obey the Lord and share that with you guys. Um, we got, I wanted to share that with you guys today. So let's get started. Father God, I thank you. Thank you that you are the giver of life. Thank you, Father God, that you are the provider, the one that supplies all our needs according to your riches and glory. Thank you. You are our present help. Thank you, Lord God, that there is no circumstance or situation that you will not see us through. My God. I thank you, Lord God, that it is you that gives us victory. It is you that gives us hope, Lord God. It is it is you that is the keeper of our soul. It is you, oh my God, that made us. It is you that created us. It is you, it is you, it is you, it is you, it is you. And there is no other God like you. You are the one true God. Ooh, you are the living father. You are the great I am. You are the prince of peace. You are the king of kings. Oh, my God. My God, you are. You are so amazing. You are so awesome. You are such an awesome God. Can we put that in the comments today? You are such an awesome God. Come on. You are such an awesome God. Let's tell him this morning. You are such an awesome God. Let's give him his due credit. Lord, you are such an awesome God. And we just want to bless your name. Father God, we ask that you forgive us for any sin that we may have um, committed against you or anyone else, Lord God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, just forgive us. And we're going to make and pause for just a minute 
to walk in forgiveness, Lord God. You tell us we should forgive so that, you know, we can be forgiveness. And we don't want forgiveness hindering and blocking us, Lord God. So if at any point this week <laughs> we have been in unforgiveness, we just ask, um, Lord, first you forgive us for that, but that you bring it to our memory, the person that we have yet to release. Woo! The person that you have, we have yet to forgive, right? Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus, whoever it is we have not forgiven yet, Lord God, let us release them right now in the name of Jesus. And if you didn't know, forgiveness is not like you may not feel good after you say it, right? You may have to do this over and over again, right? And forgiveness is for you. It's not for the other person. But you do not want that stronghold over your life of you being unforgiving, right? That's not how we want to be because it imprisons you and it paralyzes you and it becomes a part of your identity and it will make you sullen and it will make you bitter, right? So we want to make sure this morning that we release whoever we feel like. I was doing that this week. Some things that I thought, can I say this Holy Spirit? Some things that I thought that um, just people, you know what I'm saying? Like just people. And I didn't even realize I was holding an ox against them. <laughs> There's a reason I'm laughing. That I was realized I was holding an ox against them in their heart. Like I was wrongly charging them in their heart. Um, and not so much as that they didn't necessarily do something, but I'm not the judge. I'm not the juror. I'm not, I need forgiveness. Right. And so I just had to get before God and just like really even literally call out names and say, Father, I forgive them. Because can I be honest? I felt like they had failed me, right? I felt like um, they hadn't honored and kept their commitment um, and the things that they had said. And I, 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 because I had not dealt with it before God, I was getting bitter um, towards them. And the Lord had to really deal with my heart about laying this open before them about reminding me how powerful it is to forgive and to release them and to also release them for the things that they had committed to said that they were supposed to do that they didn't do. Like I had to release them and say, Lord, I'm sorry for wrongly charging them. I'm sorry for holding them hostage. I'm sorry for holding myself hostage. Um, I'm, I'm sorry for that, Lord God. And can I just give you this um, to help you this morning? You'll know if you're walking in unforgiveness, if you're still rehearsing the sin. Woo! Mm. You'll know if you're walking in forgiveness, if you're still rehearsing the moment, you know you're walking in unforgiveness. Um, if you're still repeating what they've done, you know you're walking in unforgiveness. If you keep going back to that point of pain, I'm just being honest. So you, when you keep repeating it, rehearsing it, you keep nursing it, you keep trying to share with other people to see if you can get kind of like other people on your side, you probably still are having unforgiveness in your heart. And sometimes we don't even know we're walking in unforgiveness because we think we're justifying what we're doing. And I hear, hear the Lord saying this morning that no amount of unforgiveness is justifiable. Not none. No amount of unforgiveness is justifiable, like not none, no matter how deep the pain is, no matter what they did, that unforgiveness is blocking you. That unforgiveness will pull you into strife. Um, it's just, it's, it's weighty on you. So this morning we're going to release so that we can receive the release so that we can be more fluid in the things of God because unforgiveness will harden your heart. Woo! 
it will it will harden your heart unforgiveness will harden your heart and we don't want a hardened heart we don't so we got to make sure we take time this morning and walk in a place where we're going to allow the lord to restore us to reset us just simply by on by forgiving right like just simply this morning by forgiving just simply by taking ourselves into a place just for a minute and letting the lord deal with this in our heart so that we can move away from this circumstance we can move away from this situation we can move away from this power or this stronghold right this is what your devotional time is really all about. It's these personal moments where God digs deep, where he loves on us, where he prunes us, and then where he resets us and restores us in the word, right? So this morning we're going to pause. We're not even going to say, I don't have any, I don't have any unforgiveness. I don't have any unforgiveness. We're not going to do this, right? Asasi, I didn't want to harden heart either. That's why when the Lord led me to this place and was like, you got something growing here. Woo! You got something growing. And if you let this grow, right? If you let this grow, this is going to be in your heart. If you, if you keep letting this grow, this is going to be in your heart. And it's going to start choking out the, the good seeds, right? Remember the parable of the soil in Matthew, when he talks about the word is planted but the thorns grow up and choke it out. Woo! Somebody find me that scripture. Oh, somebody find me that scripture where the parable, when he said, talks about the thorns and they grow up and then they start choking out the good seed. The good seed doesn't even get a chance to take root. That's what it's like when we operate in unforgiveness. Woo! My God. And so the Lord wants to reset and restore us so we can move forward. The Lord wants to reset and restore us so we can begin to grow. You cannot properly grow with unforgiveness in your heart. You just cannot. You, you just cannot. There is such a release this morning so that we can walk in another freedom. Come on, y'all. Oh, my God. So we can walk in another freedom in Christ Jesus, right? And it's not going to feel, can I just see you? It's not going to feel right, Vicky. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's like one of these things where we got to deal with this so we can pass go. Woo! It's one of these things that we got to deal with this morning so we can go to the next place and the next level, right? It's one of those things that we might have to reach back a little bit. Come on now and grab some things that we didn't even realize we were holding on to. Thank you. Teresa said that's Matthew 13, 22, the parable of the source. So we got to make sure um, we do this this morning, right? God always wants to, is it the 22nd or the 7th? Matthew 13 and 7. Let's just go Matthew 13, right? We, we got to do this this morning. We got to let this go. We got to release it. We got to let God dig, dig deep and show us where we may be walking in unforgiveness towards a person, right? Um, when we are walking in unforgiveness, can I just give y'all, like, we won't commit we won't commit to what we said. Woo! We might we might be fooling with the person. Like we might be fooling with them. We might be dealing with them. We might be cool with them. But we won't even commit. Like we'll, we'll start withholding our love or withholding our commitment, not even knowing 
we're walking really in offense. Oh, thank you. Look, Matthew chapter 13 or Luke 8, um, where we don't even realize that we're walking in unforgiveness and it's um, it's causing us um, to walk in offense. And when we are an offended people, we do not represent the kingdom of God well. Woo! When we are offended people, we are overly sensitive. When we are offended people, we will not keep our commitments and we will justify why we shouldn't. I want to go to this. Thank you. I want to go to this real quick because I hear the Holy Spirit. Let's go. The Lord is digging some up this morning. Come on and dig, Father. Oh, my God. Come on and dig. Let's dig. Let's dig. Tell the Lord, dig it up. Tell him, say, I want you to dig this up. Come on. Say, I want you to dig this up. I need you to dig this up. I need you to get this up out of me. I need you to uproot whatever's in me that's not like you. Give him permission. Give the Holy Spirit permission this morning. I need you to uproot whatever is in me that's not like you, right? I want this up out of me. I don't want to remain the same. Give him permission this morning. Dig this up. <laughs> Dig this up. Dig this up. This will not be... Um, uh, a part of my permanent, like this is not going to be a part of my permanent makeup. I'm not going to be bitter all my life, right? <laughs> my God, I will not be bitter all my life. I'm going to dig deep. It's a dig. This is a dig deep this morning, right? This is a dig deep this morning. You won't even recognize. Sometimes we don't even recognize we still holding on to stuff. <laughs> sometimes we won't even recognize this is where we are. Ask the Lord, give the Lord permission. Father God, I give you permission. Come on now. I'm giving you permission to dig this up. I'm giving you permission to dig deep. I'm not going to quench you out this morning. I'm not going to not let you go there. I'm going to allow you to go everywhere you need to go this morning. Come on. I want my soil clean. Come on. I want my soil clean. I want my heart clean. I don't want any weeds in there. I want to give you this. So this is a parable Jesus is teaching. And you can relate this parable to your heart, right? You can relate this parable to your heart, right? And so it's Matthew 13, and it's the first verse. It says, same day Jesus went out on the house and was sitting beside the Sea of Galilee. But such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat, sat there, positioning himself as the teacher. While the whole crowd stood on shore, he told them many things in the parable, saying, listen carefully. A sower went out to sow seed in the field. As he sowed some seed, fell beside the road between the fields and the birds came and ate it. Didn't even get there. Other seed fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil. And once they sprang up, because there was no depth, woo! because there was no depth. Lord, don't let there not be any depth in me because there was no depth. Right. Remember, we learned in Timothy, a form of godliness, but no power. When there was a form of godliness and no power, there's no depth. Come on, y'all. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Where there's a form of godliness, come on, y'all. Where there's a form of godliness but no power, you don't have depth. Woo! You're just living on the surface. There were times and seasons in my life where I was just going to church. I was just in the rhythm. I was just making the post. But there was no depth because there was no power because I was not growing in the fruit of the Holy Spirit. My growth was stagnant. Come on now. My growth was stagnant. And yep, you've had some stuff that has happened to you that's real, real. I'm not saying that. It's real. It's real. It's real. The, the, the hurt was real. The offense was real. The crime was real. 
it was real. I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not saying you don't acknowledge. But can I tell you something? You cannot afford to let that trauma, even if it seems something minute, you cannot afford to let that trauma lead you the rest of your life. You cannot afford that situation to lead you for the rest of your life. You, you cannot afford it. You cannot afford it. So God brings us to a place where he prunes us. Julia, John 15, right? Remain in me and I about you. He pulls us to a place where he says, look, I need to inspect and take a deeper place in your heart because there may be some things going on behind the scenes that you have not even recognized that's leading you to make decisions. Woo! That's compromising you. Remember, emotions, God gave them to us, but emotions are just indicators that there is something else going on. Emotions should not be what lead us. Come on. Emotions should not be what lead us. But sometimes there are so some things that are so deep that we don't even realize they attach themselves to our lives and we associate them with our personality and we associate them with who we are. And it's not even who we are. It's not the nature of God in us. Right. That's why David was like creating me a clean heart and renewing me a steadfast spirit, <laughs> creating me a clean heart and renewing me a steadfast spirit. Right. So he says, he says, as he sold some seed fell on well, other seed fell on rocky ground. They didn't have much short. They didn't have any depth. Woo! My God. But when the sun rose, right, they were scorched. And because they had no root, it withered away. Come on now. That's an unstable faith. When you ain't got no root, you in a, it's unstable, right? When you're not rooted, you'll, you'll, not, you'll not go according to sound doctrine. When you're not rooted, you'll listen to ungodly counsel. When, when you're not rooted, right, you, you won't stay steadfast. You won't stay immovable. God talked to us about that everything. You won't trust the ways of the kingdom. When you're not rooted, you'll go in your own direction. Anytime you feel like kingdom not working, you'll go in your own direction. Anytime, anytime you feel like God's not moving fast enough in time enough, You'll go in your own direction. You'll create your own miracles. You'll create your own process. You'll tell your own story. You'll become a whole different person. You'll be attached to things that do not look like God, do not smell like God, have no evidence of God in it. I know I lived it. <laughs> I know I lived it. Some parts of me still want to live it. So he says, other seed fell among thorns and thorns came up and choked them out. I did a teaching. If you have never seen it, on matters of the heart, right? There's a teaching I have on matters of the heart. It's on YouTube. If you've never seen matters of the heart or if you've seen matters of the heart, you might want to go back and listen to matters of the heart again. There will be things that attach themselves in your heart and lead every decision you make. And then your life will be rooted in fear, rooted in bitterness, and it will seem justifiable because the, the flesh will always justify Remember, the enemy don't want you to have any depth. The enemy don't want you to have any depth. He wants you to, he wants you to have some sort of religion and no power in your life. He don't want you to have no depth. He wants you to live on the surface. Because he knows once you get depth, your effectiveness in the kingdom will change. Your effectiveness to your family will change. 
Your effectiveness to your community will change. Your, your effectiveness will change once you get another layer of depth. <laughs> and please remember that the gifts work without repentance. So gifts don't determine depth. Gifts don't determine depth. Woo. Okay. So he says, oh, other seed fell among thorns and thorns came up and choked them out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we're asking you to reveal to us this morning anything that may be choking us out. Hate, woo, bitterness, unforgiveness, anxiety, fear, whatever it is that's in our heart that does not look like you. Whatever is in our heart that does not look like you, we give you permission to show us this unforgiveness. We give you permission, my God, to bring us in this space because we've decided we don't want to live on the surface. We want to experience the fullness of who you are. We want depth to us, Lord God. We don't want a form of religion without any power. So, Father God, uproot this thing that's inside of us that does not look like you. Uproot this thing inside of us that's been, we've been holding on to. Uproot this thing inside of us, Lord God, that's been leading and guiding every decision we've been making. Woo! It's had us, it's had us in fear, it's had us in worry. We won't even really allow anybody else to love us because of this offense. Woo! Uproot this, uproot this. It's causing us to fear where we're paralyzed and we won't move into who you've called us to be. This thing has shaped our identity. Woo! It's left us bitter, it's left us scornful. We're not even walking in the joy of the Lord, realizing your salvation. So Father God, this morning we're asking you, uproot this out of us. Lord, show us the people that we have not forgiven. Show us the circumstances and the time periods we need to release. And then Holy Spirit, help us to put it into the sea of forgetfulness. I don't want to remember the pain. I don't want to remember the offense. My God, I don't want to remember the hurt. I don't want to live according to a, saint, a, a particular time period and get stuck. Woo! Dig up the roots of hate, of bitterness, of scornful. Woo! My God, dig it up right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we are your vessels. We are connected to the vine. We want to be healthy branches. <laughs> we don't want to cause casualties, as Julia said along the way. Hurt people hurt people, Lord God, and we've recognized that. So forgive us for the people that we've hurt. Forgive us, Father God, for not walking in depth. Forgive us, Father God, for not properly being planted. Forgive us for the people that we've um, let sign off on this hurt. Forgive us for following their ways. Lord God, we thank you for your redemption. We thank you for the ministry of reconciliation. We thank you for your power. We thank you for new vision, new eyes to see. And we thank you, Father God, for a clean heart. 
We thank you, Father God, for a clean heart. Thank you for resetting and restoring us. In Jesus' name, amen. That's a release. That's That's a release. Do not be afraid of this release. Do not be afraid when God is trying to take you to a new depth and a new place. It's going to feel unfamiliar. It's not going to make much sense. It's not. It's supernatural. Remember 1 Corinthians 2.14 tells us that this is not done. You're not ever going to be able to conceive that God would want you to forgive somebody who molested you. Not by your flesh or molested your baby, not by your flesh. You're not going to ever be able to conceive that. You're not going to be able to conceive that God will want you to forgive somebody that raped you. You're not going to ever be able to conceive that God will want you to forgive somebody who murdered your baby. You would never be able to conceive that in your flesh. It will not make sense. But God, our Father, knows that if you don't release and walk in forgiveness, this thing will block your heart. This thing will consume your life. This thing will become a part of your identity. This thing will change the direction and path that you're supposed to go on. This thing will not allow you to have new experiences. There are people who are saying, you got people that are assigned and looking for you. You got people who are supposed to be connected to you. They can't be connected to you if you're still in a period of unfair. You won't even know how to receive their love. You won't even know how um, to be in right fellowship and relationship with them. There, there are people that are there are people who who like your uniqueness. There are people who love who you are just purely and naturally. But you won't even be able to connect to those people. You won't be able to connect to those people. Because of this still, this still hard in place in your life. Woo. He does. He does. Charmani, he loves us so. He loves us so much. <laughs> he loves us. Look, he, he loves us so much. He loves us so much. He loves us so much that he would meet us in this place. Two things. One. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website, lmjministries.org, and you can give right there. You can place a seed, an offering, you can sow, you can do whatever the Lord tells you to do right there on lmjministries.org. And then my second appeal to the person who has never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your first start today. This is your new beginning. Oh my God, this one moment changed my life. If that is you and you feel the pull in your heart, I want you to pray this prayer. This is the ultimate release. This is what's going to change your identity and bring you into a new identity in Christ Jesus. I want you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, my God, I am a sinner and I need a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life and to take away my sins. And I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you just prayed that prayer, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to send me an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. And I'm going to send you some materials. I'm going to send you some materials. I'm going to send you some materials. I love you. 
God loves you. I love you, but God loves you. Like God loves you so much that he sent me on an assignment to say, you know what? I need you to get up in the morning. I need you to put your personal relationship with God on display. Because I people, I need people to understand how much I love them. <laughs> I need I need people to know that I love them this much. I need you to put your personal life on display. I need you to be transparent. I need you to be vulnerable. I need you to throw it out there, Lakeisha. <laughs> so people can understand what my love looks like in action. How forgiving I am, how I am not like this world has tried to portray me. That's the point of this devotional. A very personal relationship with God on display. Woo! And now I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. You experience God's love here. You go be loved today. Go share the devotional. Go tell someone how amazing, how awesome they are. are. Be uplifting today. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. <laughs> Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. I'm going to say it again. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. I'll see y'all in the morning. It's almost like 6 a.m. I, I mean, 5 a.m. I'll see y'all in the morning, 6 a.m. Invite somebody in. Invite somebody in. Mama Joyce, I saw you singing last night. Uh, 6 a.m. I'll see you in the morning. 6 a.m. Invite someone in. I love you so much. God loves you so much more. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.